hi Instagram, hi Twitter, hi Facebook. I sound like in Australia we had Romper Room when I was a kid and I can't remember the lady's name. She had a mirror and she called out the kids' names and so I feel like I'm doing that when I'm on doing this. So anyway, that was a shit story, but here we are. So hi everyone that's joining. So today I want to talk about the three main reasons why you relapse. Now, in saying that there are a lot, um, but I've handpicked some specifically because they're not obvious, okay? And they're, you know, and that, that's what my work is. I like to pull out the things that aren't so obvious. Um, you know, the, the stuff I do, it's science-based, and but it's also like spiritual-based and, and all sorts of different things, I mean, experiential as well, things that I've done. Um, but, you know, I want to give you content that you can't directly Google because, you know, it just opens up your mind and think, gets you thinking in different ways and seeing it in a different way. And I found, like in my own journey with everything, having a business, health, you know, sobriety and whatnot, there, you know, someone could say the same thing over and over again and I could keep hearing it and hearing it and then someone says something in another way and it's like, ah, and then the penny drops. So I like to just keep it a little bit, left of field so that you can see it in a whole new way which will help you and it's also based on what's helped me as well it's uncomplicating and simplifying sobriety basically so the three reasons why you relapse so number one is that you are still making it an option i say this all the time it will get boring if you do watch some of my stuff and read my content and whatnot but it's the first step and anyone that's new that comes on um, and, and watches this and watches anything I do, um, I want them to know that that is the first step, is that you're still making it an option and you just have to decide to cut it out. So the next one is that you haven't killed your crave switch. So I want to spend a bit of time with this. Now, with our cravings, it's kind of like an, an addiction as a whole. When you put out one addiction, so to speak, then often another addiction takes place, takes its place. It's kind of like whack-a-mole. So you stop drinking and then you might start eating. Like in my case, I got, I got put on a lot of weight um, and, you know, struggled with weight and eating and all of that for a long time. Like I'm on track now, um, you know, I kept stopping and starting and, and trying to cultivate the same mindset or the right mindset so that I wasn't constantly sabotaging. And so that was something that, you know, that, that was the addiction that I had. But it might be smoking for you. It might be, I don't know, just using your phone. Like what else? You're not drinking, you're not sitting around drinking or you're not partying. So you sit on your phone at home. So when you kill the crave switch, now, just got to be really careful with this. It's something that can't really be um, completely deleted out of you. Like it's instinctual, right? You know, we crave love, we crave affection, we crave different things. And there's nothing wrong with that to a point, okay? Where it becomes problematic is when you crave something so much that you are trying to control it, where you are trying to just, just do something to get rid of that feeling and that crave feeling. And it's like it creates this agitation, like 
I know I don't know if maybe you've been in a relationship, you started seeing someone and you thought things were going really well, but you craved them and you, you could see yourself being a little bit too needy and trying a bit too hard and it scared the person off. And that comes from that deep crave, which stems from um, our attachment style. So check out attachment theory. I'm not going to talk too much about it today, um, but those with disorganized attachment styles are avoidant and anxious attachment styles have this crave that's stronger within them um, than someone who has a secure attachment style. And that is based on how we were raised, how our parents were parents around. Um, did they give us the love and support? I was very lucky. I did have that. But my mum was only 16 years old when she had me. And so I grew up in a big family and everyone was teenagers, uh, sisters and everyone. And it was just chaos and crazy. And so I craved that attachment. And so often that is a big correlation with addictions is that our, if, if we do have that sense of neediness and clinging feeling within us, it can create a massive imbalance and we do have unhealthy relationships and unhealthy habits. Um, we do become addicted to things because that crave feeling is so strong, that need is so strong, and when you're not getting an actual need met, such as a hug or love or something like that, then you substitute it with something else, alcohol, food, phone, whatnot okay so the thing that you really need to focus on if you want to get fit healthy happy is that crave switch so you go you go bypass the alcohol um and into that crave feeling and i talked about in yesterday's live stream and if you can see it i can't remember the title now five five ways to kill cravings was it where is it I haven't got my glasses on, so, um, yeah. But if you check out my profile, it's like the three, five ways to beat booze cravings in 30 seconds. So if you watch that video, it's an awesome accompaniment to this video, all right? So that'll give you a lot more clarity. Um, yeah, and so when you work that craving, that deep, strong craving out of your body, you become less needy for everything, for all the things. You, you don't feel so um, powerless and you don't feel like you need to control other people or control situations that, that, um, that make you feel worse. And so having that crave feeling also brings up feelings of impatience, frustration, anxiety, because you're trying to do something and control something outside of yourself, okay? And so all of those emotions, they're really heavy. They're really, they don't feel good. And then what do we do? We drink over the top of it or we smoke over the top of it or, you know, we do try to do something to get rid of that feeling instead of just going, okay, my crave feeling is coming up okay, you know what, I'm going to sit in this and I'm just going to sit with it and, and just feel into it and let it come up for me. And so as you do that, that crave feeling, the more you let it come through you and, and out of you, the, then it dissolves. You actually lose um, that strong, needy, crave drive. Like you'll still crave things, of course, you know, um, nothing wrong with it as long as it's healthy, it's healthy you know, but as long, if you're doing it, as 
part of your addiction, then, yeah, you, you can try all the different things of like I'm going to try and lose weight and I'll stop eating so much and then I'm going to stop drinking and stop smoking and I'm going to focus on all these individual things to try and stop. That will take forever. And that was something that I, that I came to that. I was like, oh, my God, if I'd just done that a very long time ago, then I, I would felt more free. And so that's what will set you free. Now, the other thing as well, so I have a special offer on. I've got one session for $99 um, or three sessions for $198. So you get two sessions for the price of one. Now, in these sessions, that's what I work with you on is that crave feeling. And so what I do is help you clear that craving feeling out of your mind, out of your body, so you don't crave alcohol anymore. So um, and the focus is specifically on alcohol, but you'll find that when you heal that, when you release that that neediness from your mind and body, it will also uh, trickle out into other areas of your life, into your relationships. You're not going to crave love from someone so much or crave smoke, cigarettes or whatever it is. Um, and that's what I do in the session. So the one session, that'll give you a good little hit, help you release some of that. Three sessions will really pack a punch. Also in the three sessions, you get my Alcohol Free in 30 Days Challenge as an accompaniment, which is really good because it gives you that, um, that extra oomph to guarantee that you succeed. And I do have a guarantee on this. So my kick the cans and bottles guarantee is that if you do the work, if you do the sessions and it doesn't work, I will work with you for free until it does. That's how confident I am because this works, right? Um, obviously, we we'll wouldn't be talking about it if it didn't. And um, if you want to do that, please message me and we can have a chat. You also get free messenger support. So if you do the three sessions, um, you get free messenger support in between. You also get, can't remember off the top of my head, um, what is it? Come on, brain. I don't know. Sorry, guys. It's in the description anyway. Um, but you do get a heap of bonuses as well and you just get that full-on support that you need for a very affordable price. Now, I'm very much about, you know what, let's just get you off the booze and then get you living your best life. That's all my focus is. That's my work, what my work is. I, we don't need to drag it on. We just let go of that identity of who you were, help you get rid of that craving feeling and then move you into, okay, cool, now what can I focus on instead? And that will just help you feeling a lot, feel a lot better. Um, so, yeah, just send me a message if that interests you. So the next one, the next part of this is that it's the third reason why you are relapsing is because your psychology and your neurology haven't caught up. So basically that means that you've set the intention that you want to stop drinking, okay? So you're like, right, I want to stop. But there's this internal thing, like you're still stuck in this conditioned response with alcohol. And, yes, it can happen overnight. Well, it can, it can happen quite quickly. When you clear, clear, clear the crave switch, this can actually happen quite quickly because you're dealing with the feeling right which helps with the mindset but it hasn't quite caught up so in your mind you're like well I've decided to stop drinking and then you start beating yourself up because you keep relapsing and that's what we do we're like I'm a failure I relapsed I'm this I'm that I'm that 
but it's basically because you've stopped drinking, but this needs to catch up. Okay, so your thinking needs to catch up. Your nervous system needs to catch up. It's like, you know, no one's really, really gets rich overnight. Like maybe some do. Very, very, very small few. But the most successful people in the world, they have failed multiple, 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 multiple times. But they kept falling down, getting back up. Okay. And they built that muscle. They learned the right skills to become wealthy or to, to have that success. And it's the same in any arena, whether it's in your health and fitness, it's in business, it's in your career, it's in sobriety. We think that everybody else has got it perfect and right. Like it took me, I don't know, a bunch of years really. Like I'd set the intention quite a long time ago and I floundered a bit, went to Mexico, obviously there. There's a lot of drinking going on. So I'd stop, start, stop, start. Um. And it wasn't really until I had my fuck this shit moment that I went, okay, like I'm done. That's it. I've got to do this properly and really knuckle down. And But the thing with it is that I built that muscle. I I knew the skills. I've gone deeper. And that's why now I teach this because I want people to fast track it. Um, You don't need to spend years navel gazing your childhood. You don't need to you know, spend years going to meetings or, you know, I'm not trying to shit on AA, but it can be done fast, okay, with the right techniques. And so in terms of that, just understand that don't get impatient and don't get get frustrated with yourself because the more you try and do something, and, again, that trying energy of like, oh, I'm desperate, I need to do this, you'll exhaust yourself. Um. And that's why letting go, uh, that's why I teach and focus on letting go because when you let go, you trust yourself better, you trust yourself more. And with this, so, um, yeah, lost track. So with this, journaling is a great accompaniment, okay, just so that you can start thinking more, um, more in future terms rather than being stuck in the past. Mantras are really good. Now, mantras or slash affirmations, they they don't work if you don't believe them, but when you do it over and over again, then you start to believe them. So there's this repetition that needs to happen. Now, what will fight that is your internal resistance. So resistance is a big thing that keeps us stuck as well. So that's probably a fourth one, really. Resistance is something that, we want to move forward, but we've got our foot on the brake as well. So we're like accelerating and braking and doing a massive burnout, but not getting anywhere, okay? Um, and so what you have to do is take get rid of that resistance, i.e. take the foot off the brake, and then you the foot on the accelerator is acceptance. So acceptance will move you through each stage faster and faster and faster. Now, people are scared that if they accept their drinking and accept where they're at, they're saying that it's that it's okay to do it. But it's more so you, you do have to do that to calm yourself down and be able to think straight because we get so much in our own heads and so desperate to change something that we're moving faster than we mentally and physically and emotionally um, are able to because that hasn't caught up. Um so, yeah, so that's that one. So the big takeaway here is to 
first of all, stop trying so hard. Like, yes, you do need that little bit of uh, to, to move, but it's a different kind of energy. That energy is like you're still relaxed. You're still doing it. You're still patient. You're calm. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. It's, that's it. Um, not getting caught up too much in the hype of it because that's what we do. We tell everyone I'm quitting drinking and that's that. And then we have all this pressure on ourselves. It works for some people. Some people we do that and like, yeah, yeah, it's all rah, rah. And then three weeks later we're back at it or whatever. So stop Get out of that trying energy. Get out of that. Get out of that. It's, again, that's the crave feeling. I'm craving to be somewhere else. I'm craving to do this. I'm craving to get that result. And that creates a ton of pain for us. So it's better. You're better off. Um, hi, guys. Uh, you're better off. Just calm your farm. Take your time. Be patient and just. Let yourself get into the groove and just trust that it will work. Like you will get there, okay? You might have those doubts of, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get there. You will get there. I guarantee it because I know that I have good tools that will help you. Um, but there's also, it's not just me, there's a multitude of tools out there and it's just you've got to find the right one for you. So that's about it for today's session. And again, if you want to book some sessions with me, then send me a direct message and I can tell you all about it. If you're on Twitter, then like the character limit, I can't really put the full description. There is one on my profile. Um, but again, just send me a direct message and I can send you the full details of these sessions. So again, one session, $99, normally $150 per session. Um, and I am going to stop doing one-off sessions soon because... I want you to get the maximum result. So, yeah, I am going to stop doing one-off sessions very soon. But the three sessions is $198. So you get a bonus session as well as the Alcohol Free in 30 Days Challenge, um, a free initial planning call, and also messenger support from me as well. So that's it today, guys. So send me a message if you want to do that, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. See you.